Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Billboard's Senior Director of Charts. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Executive Digital Director, West Coast. Hello, Katie. It is our final Pop Shop of 2021. Correct. I mean, unless we do another one, like, right before New Year's, we could. If we need an emergency episode, we'll let you know. But as as far as we know, this is the last one let's, of the year. Let's do a live one where we count down, like, a live pop shop that we stream on YouTube on New Year's Eve night. I'm going on vacation. I will not be available for that. Where is your devotion to the pop? <laughs> It'll um, return in 2022. Well, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. And though uh, sometimes we go a stretch without some guests, this is our third episode in a row with a superstar amazing guest. Who is it going to be? I don't know. We'll tell you in just a second, because today on the show, (laughs) we're going to get a taste of some brand new Christmas songs for 2021. We all know the Christmas classics, but could any of these new holiday hits break through and become a seasonal standard? We'll take a listen to music from Ed Sheeran and Elton John, Kelly Clarkson, and more. Plus, we have an interview with Jimmy Fallon. The Tonight Show host talks all about his new Christmas song with Ariana Grande and Megan Thee Stallion, which is called It Was a Masked Christmas, appropriately enough. Plus, his brand new celebrity musical game show, That's My Jam, which premieres next month. So stick around for all that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast... Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, so we promised you some brand new Christmas songs. These are all 2021 Christmas releases. Will these songs be in rotation on your holiday playlist this year and beyond? Well, Keith and I are going to take a listen to six brand new tracks and give our first impressions of these festive songs, starting with Ed Sheeran and Elton John's Merry Christmas. So this is a charity single. It was written by Ed and Elton together. And during the 2021 Christmas season, at least the pair's global record and publishing royalties from the single and profits from sales of the single will be donated equally between the Ed Sheeran Suffolk Music Foundation and the Elton John AIDS Foundation. Okay, great. So should we listen to it? We're talking about a good cause. And yeah, let's take a listen to the song. All right, well, I'll start on this one. Okay. I lo- this is great. 
<laughs> it's just, I mean, it's a it's a combo that sounds like a good idea on paper and then also is good in execution. Um, it's got, you know, a little jingle bell production. Um, it's not like, you know, hit you over the head Christmas, even though it's very simply titled Merry Christmas. But it has all those little Christmas touchstones and even sort of gave me a bit of like a Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus is coming to town sort mm. of vibe with its production. Okay. So Keith, what you what did you think of this one? Here are my notes. I have them in front of me. <laughs> um we have not shared notes either. As no, we did. As you we, just heard my take right I, now. This is the first time they're fresh takes. Hot takes. <laughs> hot hot Christmas Yule log fire takes. <laughs> um so I wrote down it sounds underscore uh, like a Christmas song, jingle bells, tinkly piano, um, as Darren Chris himself in our last show mentioned, certain songs just sound like Christmas. This yes. sounds like a Christmas song. Um, at one part, I heard a bump, 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 like echoing Be My Baby from the Ronettes in this song. Mm-hmm. I also heard what I thought was a reference, a sly reference to one of Elton John's older songs, don't go breaking my heart with Kiki D. Mm. There was like this, like this sort of like wind up in the beginning with some, like sort of a disco-y tinge. Mm. Um, so if you go back and listen to it at the beginning, like you hear it like in the first minute of the song. So I mean, all in all, it's it's doing its job appropriately of what a Christmas song should do, and you are right. Ed and Elton go together like peanut butter and chocolate. I also want to say that the song is festive, it's uplifting, it has a great sort of positive message. It is applicable to both this year and future years, so it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be like trapped in a, you know, we're talking about the pandemic kind of vibe. Which there's a few of those on our list here that have that vibe. Um, I also had, if you watch the video, the video is is really fun. It's very charming. It's very cute. Um, Ed's doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. I I think it might have been because Elton was probably still recuperating from a surgery that he had. But um, uh, I was feeling some kind of way about Ed, where you see him in a pair of like sort of Santa shorts kind of gyrating. Oh, I did not expect this to take uh, this turn to to come about at all. If you had asked me what avenues are we going to go down, it was not uh, Ed Sheeran has great legs. uh, (laughs) uh, Sexy ginger Ed. That's all I'm saying. Um, I also wanted to point out that sexy gingerbread Ed. Oh, there it is. Um, it also feels like one of those songs that is definitely making a play for the UK Christmas number one, which is and a thing. If if you've seen Love it's Actually. It's already hit number one in the UK. Oh, it already did. It oh, already so it's hit like, number one. It already did this. Yes. Um, but it makes me think of like Love Actually, like where it's like, what's going to be the big like Christmas number one song? Um, uh, you know, obviously we have Mariah returning to number one the last few years, but it's never been like a what's Christmas number one thing in the U.S. so much as the U.K. So right. happy yeah. to hear this one sounds like and already is a number one hit in their native U.K. So, uh, Keith, why don't you introduce our next song? Oh, okay, sure. So um, our next song is by friend of the podcast, Kelly Clarkson. It's called oh, Ed, Ed is also a friend of the pod. True. The True. Um, Elton, we'd love to collect you as a friend of the pod. Yet. Not yet. Yet. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, uh, her new song, Christmas Isn't Cancelled, parenthetical, Just You. It's from her most recent uh, album, and it's her second holiday album, When Christmas Comes Around. Let's take a listen. 
All right. Um, I will go first with my impressions. It's it is it is mining a sound that is close to Kelly's heart in recent times, sort of a doo-wop kind of retro soul, new soul kind of sound. Um, if you enjoy sort of Kelly and background singers building harmonies on top of one another, you will love it. And, and who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? Because Kelly has the voice of an angel. It's it is a breakup song that is also somehow a Christmas song, but also a song about self-reliance and independence. Um, and it's hard to pull that off. <laughs> and I think that she did. And I love how by the end of the song, she's saying that she's going to be all right by New Year's night. Don't you worry, basically. Yeah. And because yeah. like the title of the song, I think, can be off-putting. But when well, you and, when you hear it, it takes on a different vibe, I think. You mentioned, uh, you know, the vibe being that like girl group throwback, you know, like Phil Spector. He'll get mentioned a lot probably <laughs> over these six songs. Um, but, you know, it's funny to have that juxtaposition of like canceled being used in a very 2021 fashion. Oh, and then know- <laughs> the sound of the girl group. You know, I literally didn't think of it in sort of like cancel culture way. I you on- didn't. No, oh, that's 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 it. That's what she's trying to do. No, I just I mean, I that's funny. To be fair, I mean, just because we happen to know that Kelly went through a divorce. So I honestly just that's the only thing I thought of. And when you say that, I'm like, oh, OK, I get that, too. And this one also has a, a bit of like the put placing it right into pandemic times by yeah. talking about Christmas being canceled. Cause you know, that was a big talk talking point last year. Not, not as much this year, but like people just not being able to gather and having to figure out new ways to, to do Christmas. So I feel like Kelly, like to your point is just like covering a lot of bases <laughs> with this song and, topically. And it's weir- weirdly <laughs> when I listened to it, I did not get like pandemic canceled vibes. Oh, I, I did. I, that's weird. Funny. Maybe yeah, I wasn't well, listening I close enough. God, now I feel like an you idiot. And I, you and I got two totally different readings of this. Um, I also love there's a little time signature change when she goes into the chorus. That is also very girl group and Phil Spector. Um, and anyway, it's just uh, Kelly has this, you know, this Christmas uh, sound cornered at this point. Um, she kills it. And it's, you know, it's reliable. She slayed so. it. She slays. All right, let's go to our next song, uh, which is from ABBA, the newly revived ABBA. Um, The song is called Little Things, and this is actually their very first Christmas single. A lot of firsts for ABBA this year. Uh, And another charity single. Proceeds are going to UNICEF to help support the Global Child Protection Fund. And the song is actually included on the band's most recent album, Voyage, which was their first album of new material in 40 years. Um, So even though it's a Christmas song, it's also on the album. Uh, But let's take a listen. So this one, I think it makes sense that it's on their Voyage album because it's not hit you over the head Christmas. Like there's little pieces of Christmas um, about it and like the imagery in it. And then also uh, having the children's choir featured really prominently. It makes you think of the Vince Guaraldi, you yeah. know, Peanuts songs. But it's also really nice knowing what charity it's supporting, um, that it has a children's choir because it's supporting a children's cause. Um, and it's just like a really pretty song. 
Keith, you're an ABBA fan. Like, I'm listening to this just like, you know, as an outsider. So I'd love to hear what, what you think of it as an ABBA song. I, my notes are a bit limited. Okay. I said that it was a lovely little tinkly song. Yeah. There's not a whole lot there for us to remark on or criticize. Tinkly is a great word because it it sounds like a song that would play out of a music box. Yes. Yes. Like it's, that's what it is. It's just a really pretty it, childlike it, song. It's a lovely little thing. This yeah. song, which is also about lovely little things and little packages and little stockings. It's just lovely. It's a lovely little thing. Exactly. And it's just a well, little it's a little trifle of a moment. Exactly. Well, there you go. It's a tiny little gift wrapped up in a bow for Christmas. It also, the, <laughs> the music video also doubles as a weird kind of piece of promo for their upcoming Avatar virtual reality concert. So much going on with ABBA. First Grammy nomination this year. Uh, Keith has reported on a few chart firsts for them. Uh, it's a weirdly ABBA year in, in 2021. I'm, I'm very interested to see this uh, virtual sort of virtual concert thing. Like, I'd love is to it, see. I was going to say, is it coming to L.A.? Have they, re like, released dates no, or anything? No. Well, the, the show is going to start next summer in a custom-built arena in London. Oh, so, I see. So it's it, it's hard to tour, to yeah, say the least. Yeah, it's I like think, a residency. I think you'd have to, you'd have to maybe, the, the equivalent would be... Kind of like if you're going to an amusement park ride that is purpose built for that specific kind of experience where you're going to see yeah. imagery and holograms and stuff. I yeah. think that's the idea behind this, where you're going to go there and you're going to see something that is like a once in a lifetime sort of experience that you can only see inside this room. So Interesting. maybe well, they'll do Keith little things will go there. go to London and he'll <laughs> report back. But All right. let's, uh, Keith, you do our next song. Okay, so the next one is Pistol Annie's Snow Globe. Uh, this is one of 10 original tracks written by Pistol Annie's, which is, of course, Miranda Lambert, Ashley Monroe, and Angelina Presley uh, for their festive new album, Hell of a Holiday. Let's take a listen. Well, I'll start. I thought it was an interesting thing to... Uh, to basically put to to have a story of a song where you're putting yourselves inside a snow globe. I'm sure it's a metaphor for something. I'm not quite <laughs> getting it. Um, but I thought it was there were so many like puns and plays on words and um, sort of uh, interesting turns of phrases that sort of checked all the boxes of what you want a holiday song to do. Yeah. Um, I, I loved the line, uh, living right right here in Tinseltown, mm -hmm. um, because it just it, there's just so many like imagery that, that is evoked with the lyrics um, that I thought it, it bears repeating. Like, you know, when you it's like a very re-listenable type of song. Um, I love the fact that the bridge has a saxophone bridge. It's great. Um, and... The harmonies where where the girls do these sort of uh, there's some girl group harmonies that they do, mm -hmm. which immediately and maybe this is because I'm not a Pistol Annie's expert in any capacity, nor Miranda Lambert expert. So you can tell me if I'm wrong. But it immediately reminded me of the Bangles from the 80s. Oh, like to me, they sound nice. They sounded like um, old Bangles harmonies. Like I thought of the song um, Walking Down Your Street, where there's this kind of like. Ooh, ah, like vibe. So anyway, I have a feeling Miranda Lambert would really appreciate that comparison. All right. Um, I thought it was great because 
I feel like it's challenging uh, with the volume of Christmas music to kind of mine original territory. Yeah. And the idea of a snow globe and like, you know, setting up the kind of idyllic scene inside of a snow globe and then shaking it up like this is not a something that's been described in a Christmas song before or anywhere, really. And so it just seemed like such a an adorably original idea when so much about Christmas music is repetitive and trite like this was brand new. Yeah. And so I loved that. And I, as you mentioned, I love these ladies voices together. I'm especially obsessed with Ashley Monroe's voice. So I just loved her sound. I think she was like the second verse and uh, she just has such an incredible voice. Um, so I just love this. And uh, Calvin was sitting next to me while I listened to these and he definitely like danced to this one the most. Like oh. he loved the upbeat vibe and he was just kind of like grooving during it. So um, so you have his review. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's both kid tested and kid approved. Exactly, kid tested, mother approved. Um, our next song is from a uh, very familiar Christmas presence. Uh, oh, that was not meant to be a pun, but there it is. Um, that <laughs> oh, is. I just got it. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, and that is, of course, Mariah Carey. Um, she enlisted Khalid and Kirk Franklin for her latest Christmas song, which is called "Fall in Love at Christmas." Uh, the song was actually featured on Mariah's second Christmas special for Apple TV Plus, which premiered this year, which is called Mariah's Christmas colon The Magic Continues. Uh, so let's listen to the Queen of Christmas's latest holiday output. So, like... I'm seeing Khalid on there, but then I'm seeing Kirk Franklin. I don't know which direction this is go. This is a sexy Christmas song. It's like a very R&B, sultry Christmas song. It's like, like a, I, I wasn't expecting it, that with like our Christian friend Kirk Franklin in the mix. Obviously, he does very soulful music, but like this is a sexy song. It's very um, it's it's um, hey baby. Yeah. It's uh, late at night here on this smooth jams R&B radio, and uh, <laughs> I've got a I've got a Santa up in my chimney to tell you. About. I mean, <laughs> okay, I don't. Like, all I'm, right, I don't know. <laughs> Keith's back around to Ed Sheeran's legs. <laughs> 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 Moving on. But, uh, I, no, I want. I did one. One thing I did want to say though is like the production in the beginning. Um, it recalls uh, Green Sleeves, which is of course the. Christmas tune uh, for What Child Is This? So it was taking that direction at first, and then when it got into it, it's like a 90s Mariah R&B jam. It is a great song. I loved it. I, um, my, um, my notes were, um, I, I, I really liked the, the way that Khalid and Mariah complement one another um, and yes. their voices um, in the first part of the song. Um, but I, I think I'm really living for the last, like, minute of the song, which is like when it turns into like a full-on gospel number and Kirk Franklin comes in and there's multiple backup singers and Mariah is sort of taking us to church. I love that. I I want like the the sort of I, no shade to the first part of the song, but I oh, kind of... Oh, yeah, I might have preferred the first half. Okay, here's what we can do. That's funny. We can we can do like an eight-minute version of the song where the first three <laughs> and a half minutes or four minutes are the R&B jam, and then part two, Fall in Love at Christmas part two, The se- it segues into the sort of gospel Christmas jam. I think to your point about Khalid and Mariah's voices also, the, one, the thing that stood out to me is like, 
you know, if you're doing a duet with Mar- Mariah, don't try to outsing Mariah. That's it's never it's never going to work. Even when like Jennifer Hudson and her were on the same song last year and Ariana Grande, like don't it, it, it could turn into a competition. Don't try to outsing Mariah. But with Khalid, he's got this tone that cuts through mm-hmm. Mariah's tone. So it's perfect for a duet because you never are mistaking whose voice you're hearing. It's just like a lovely combination of the two. Yeah. So definitely into that. Um, Keith, why don't you intro our final song? Okay, so our final song is from Carrie Underwood. It's called Stretchy Pants. Uh, (laughs) She has so many, by the way, she has like a lot of serious Christmas music, but I chose Stretchy Pants. Continue. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so uh, what would happen if Carrie Underwood sang an (laughs) SNL Christmas song? Well, here's your answer. Um, A portion of the proceeds uh, from Carrie's comedic Christmas carol will be donated to The Store, uh, which is a Nashville-based organization which was co-founded by Brad Paisley and Kimberly Williams Paisley and empowers those seeking self-sufficiency in a manner that fosters hope. So let's have a listen to Stretchy Pants. I got my stretchy pants on. Um, so <laughs> here's my notes. Okay. Um, I, I, <laughs> okay. I don't have a lot of notes, but the first thing I did was I Googled because I felt like, did I just miss this from her Christmas album? My gift that came out a year ago. No. And cause I'm like, this seems awfully goofy to be on her very sort of religious <laughs> Christmas album. I'm like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't. This is just like a one-off random track. Yeah, it's a digital-only track. Clearly, they're just like, it's a standalone fun thing for charity. And yeah. I was cackling through the yes. whole thing. It is so yeah. funny. It is just, it is just such, it's just a joy because... It's it, the way she sings it. It's... it's <laughs> I mean, button up britches, like put those button up britches aside. You're going to put on the stretchy pants and I'm going back for seconds and thirds. I mean, it just it's just it's so fun to to, to hear Carrie in such like a goofball mood. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's great. I think it's a hoot. I think to your point, too, like her last two albums have been. Uh, the Christmas album and then a spiritual album that she put out around Easter that have both been very serious and very focused on just her impeccable, you know, church like vocals. And then you have stretchy pants. And, and then there's like, stretchy pants. Right. And it, I, you know what? Like my favorite Carrie Underwood songs are those ones where she's like country crazy, like, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? The one where she's slashing the tires um, before he cheats. And uh, or like my last name, like all she has, like these in her catalog that where she's having fun with something a little bit, you know, a little bit more uh, stripped down than some of her more serious songs. And I I, I kind of love that version of Carrie. I I, I think it's I immediately thought when I I mean, this sounds dumb. One of my favorite silly songs of Dolly Parton, um, country queen Dolly Parton is uh, why'd you come in here looking like that? And one of the lines in the song, um, it goes, why'd you come in here looking like that? In your high-heeled boots, I believe, and you're painted on jeans, all decked out like a cowgirl's dream. Now, see, the thing is, country music 
is so great at very colorful lyrics. And when I listened to this, it made me think of how Carrie Underwood can be very much like Dolly Parton, where Carrie can put out sort of fun, frivolous, um, cheeky little singles that are that are also sung you know, wonderfully and yeah. produced beautifully, but also still give us, you know, moments of sort of pristine um, uh, uh, worship music. Um, oh, like her, how great thou art. Just right. like his vocal masterclass. And yeah. Dolly does that too. So I think it's just great where, you know, we get to see all the different sides of someone like Carrie Underwood, who's like such a yes. great entertainer and such a great star. But we get to see these moments of incredible levity from Carrie as well. Yeah. And I think like, like Snow Globe from Pistol Annie's, it's another sort of like, fun original take on Christmas. Just like wearing yeah. your stretchy pants to Christmas dinner. I like, I absolutely love do you, it. So. Do we think stretchy pants will be added as a bonus track to Carrie's My Gift next season? I don't think so because she actually did release a uh, a deluxe version she this year. She did this year. Yeah, that has new there. songs and they, they clearly chose... Not to include it. Maybe she They're felt like, like this stretchy. Does not match. Maybe she felt like stretchy pants might be sullying the uh, mood of my gift. It's a different vibe. It's, it's a different vibe. A different vibe. <laughs> it's a different vibe. Um, uh, well, thank you for going on this journey with us. There's uh, obviously so much new Christmas music every year, but I kind of loved this little six pack. Was very versatile. It really ran the gamut for sure. Yeah. And now it's time for our interview with Jimmy Fallon. The Tonight Show host just put out a holiday song alongside Ariana Grande and Megan Thee Stallion called It Was a Masked Christmas. And he tells us the story of how he enlisted two of today's biggest pop stars for the silly COVID era Christmas song. Plus, his new musical game show, That's My Jam, kicks off officially next month with a string of celebrity guests competing in some of the best music games from The Tonight Show. Jimmy tells us about the non-musician celebrities who have secret musical talents, plus some dream guests for a possible next season. I suggested some, too. He had a good suggestion. I mean, you'll see. You'll have to listen to the interview. You'll see. But we also talked all about Christmas music in general, including a song from SNL making Billboard's greatest of all time Christmas songs list, a song that he had a hand in. So go ahead and check out our interview with Jimmy Fallon. It was a Christmas. Hello to Jimmy Fallon and welcome back to the Billboard Pop Shop podcast. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, uh, these are these are times when we really, really need you. And I appreciate you being brave enough to do these shows. Ah, well, you know, I say welcome back because in 2014, my co-host Keith actually had you on the show to inform you that your song Ew with Will I Am was a top 40 hit on the Billboard Hot 100. And so I guess my first question is, what is you know, your life been like since becoming a top 40 pop superstar seven years ago? <laughs> well, oh my gosh, it just changed my life. I, uh, uh, to, to be honest, the, the, the Ill uh, song was so fun. And I was like, oh yeah, that was, I, I remember that. But um, this one is actually really kind of uh, a different feeling. This is like so... It's been such a journey, this song, and, and, a, and a ride for It Was A Mass Christmas, because mm. I do love the holidays, I love Christmas, and I, I was trying to write an original song that was topical and funny. I didn't want to do a parody, I didn't want to do a, um, a Mariah Carey, All I Want For Christmas Is You type of song, which everyone tries to do, and I'm like, guys, she's done it. 
She's done it well. She <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> you can move away. No one's going to top that song. Right. Now, you know, please let her. She's the queen. Let her have it. Um, <laughs> think, of a, think of a new idea. So I was trying to think of what is topical and what we can laugh at during this awful couple of years that we had. And I go, oh, there's got to be stuff about wearing masks or um, uh, trying to get on Zoom. We all had to. We all had to figure out what Zoom was and how to get grandma on Zoom and where do we get Wi-Fi. We, we didn't realize how spotty our Wi-Fi was. We had to like go to the laundry room or a closet or the garage to get good Wi-Fi. And I get that. So I go, let's put something like that in there. I actually wrote the song with uh, two producers that are uh, Ido and Alde that are actually really good musicians. And it's the first time I've ever written a song with musicians as opposed to comedians. <clears throat> and... I go, wow, I think we have a hit. It was so exciting. So I go, this is something, this sounds like something I would hear in the radio. And so I played it for the label and they go, we love it. Uh, this actually is something, this is cool. Um, who would you want your dream duet to be? Cause there's a nice part in the middle. And I go, Ariana Grande? And they go, <laughs> okay, who, who else are you dreaming of? <laughs> because they're, she's kind of hard to get. And uh, I go, all right, no problem. I go, let's just ask her and see what's up. <clears throat> and we didn't hear back from her. She was doing The Voice, and we didn't know that she was actually preparing to do uh, Wicked, the movie. Mm, yes. Um, but then I got a text from Ariana saying, Jimmy, I love it. Love the song. You sound great. I'm in. I'm going to record this in my studio tomorrow. Uh, and uh, let me know if you like it. And uh, when are we doing the video? So this like like this is all happening in the last like, you know, month. It was, it was like, I wrote this in September. This is, I'm talking about end of October. So it was a month of it's not going to happen. So now all of a sudden it's happening. I'm in LA. I'm doing That's My Jam. Uh, I'm filming these episodes. I did two episodes of that and then did the video with Ariana uh, for five hours after the second taping. I'm like, great, I'll just be tired for The Tonight Show the next day. <laughs> fly back to New York. Uh, and then she's like, who do we get to do the rap? And I was kind of hoping she said, because I sent her a demo and I was doing the rap part. And I was kind of hoping she'd be like, Jimmy, you sound great. <laughs> Print it. Should, We're done. You should do, you should do the rap. <laughs> she didn't even hint at that. Didn't even like, <laughs> that didn't happen for a sec. She's like, who do we get to do the rap? She goes, uh, should we ask Meg? And I'm like, Meg is in Megan the Stallion? She's like, yeah. I go, oh my gosh, this is a real song if she says yes. Meg says, yeah. She's like, if I can play with my besties, I'd love it. Let's, when's the video? I'm down. Let's, I'll record it tomorrow. I'm like, holy moly. <laughs> this is a real thing. Megan says, I'll shoot the video on Saturday. I go, I finished that week of Tonight Show. Then I shoot the video with Megan on Saturday. And we mix it. And uh, now it's out. And uh, the president of the United States just tweeted about it. So, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> I would Not say. Bad. I would say you've parlayed your pop superstardom into another pop super hit. So nice work on that. And way to way to recruit those two ladies, because it's kind of like uh, an unstoppable hit anytime those two are involved. Yeah, I, they're unbelievable and so fun. They both have great sense of humor, you know, and I've done so many bits with Ariana on the show. I did uh, Hot Girl Fall with Megan uh, the Stallion on the show. So I've actually played with both of them. I know they have great senses of humor. So yeah, it's kind of a. Once it was done, I mean, the video part was just a dream. It was like a fantasy camp. 
to get to hang out with these cool people and just like, oh, what idea is he? I go, we have this dumb idea where my lips are on your lips and your mouth is on. She's like, I love it. Let's do it. I go to Megan. I go, instead of nails, we have syringes for nails. She goes, that's so funny. Let's do it. I love it. Like, they were game for everything. It was so fun. Uh, well, we know that. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, we know Ariana is is game because she's already been on your sneak preview episode of That's My Jam, along with her fellow voice coaches. Um, How about that? Pretty good lineup to start things out, I would say. <laughs> the four How about that one with her and uh, Kelly Clarkson, by the way? Can oh, you, my God. I don't know if I can beat that. I mean, that's a real... When we were filming that, if you haven't seen it, it's Kelly Clarkson versus Ariana Grande in like a pop diva sing-off. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, um, you, you check it out on YouTube. It is uh, unbelievable. When they were going back and forth, they're like, oh my gosh, Ariana's amazing. Oh my gosh, Kelly's amazing. Oh my gosh, Ariana. Oh my gosh, you're doing Celine. Oh my gosh, Kelly's doing that. And then it just keeps building. And it ends with Kelly going like, Anna! and you're like, oh my, dude, people were weeping in the audience. The microphone was melting. I go, oh, this is cool, man. It was unbelievable. And I go, this is great TV. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it really, shows it's already gone viral. And when you said, if you haven't seen it, people have seen it already because it's got passed around everywhere. It was amazing. It was like turned out the biggest uh, unscripted broadcast of 2021. Incredible. Well, that's a pretty good start. Um, the show debuts on January 3rd. So pretty good launching pad, I would say. Um, yeah, obviously, we we know that 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 crew is so talented, but you know, you have celebrities who are not musicians, first and foremost, who are coming on the show, too. Um, do you feel like I mean, can people just be like pop fans or do they need to like have secret you know, musical talent to be on the show? Like what's kind of the criteria? You'd be shocked to see who comes in and scores. It's actually really fun. And uh Everyone we had on has a secret thing. They can all sing. Uh, Kate Hudson is amazing, by the way. I, I always knew she is musical, but I didn't know if she could really sing. She can really sing. Um, Anthony Anderson is really funny. Um, but we do have musicians. We have Chance the Rapper. We have uh, Alessia Cara. We have uh, Ryan Tedder, T-Pain. Um, but everyone comes and brings their A-game. We have them in weird, silly situations where they have to sing funny versions of songs so uh it's entertaining and it's fun and uh i think i think it's uh you'll like it it's a it's a great show uh, basically it's all our music games that we had from the tonight show but just given a prime time budget and uh making it expensive and it's uh yeah we're, we're looking forward to it. january 3rd freaking out and, um, you know, some of the games that we got to see already in the first episode were, um, you know, the the spit take game and the uh, you rock your face off and all these things that like really put some of your famous friends into uncomfortable situations. But they were obviously really game. Like, how do you ask your friends to, you know, sit in a box and get water sprayed at them, you know, out of the blue? You know, it's all for uh, charity at the end of the <laughs> game. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of like a fake game show. It's just more like we're all doing this for charity and it's just have fun and uh, just goof off. And I think that's kind of what clearly what people wanted, the audience wants is like, just have a good time. We're the world is so heavy right now. Give me an option. Give me a fun option and I'll take it or not. You know, you don't have to do it, but I mean, it, we're working hard to be funny and fun and entertain you. So if you want that option, you got it. Um, and that's what it is. And everyone's out there to be, we're so lucky to do these jobs and, you know, and uh, and be out there to play with each other and laugh. And so it's funny 
the family can watch it, you know, so it's not, uh, not too dirty. It's a, you know, it's just, uh, it's a good family show. And I think, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, something everyone can watch and laugh at together. Um, you know, you're such a huge music fan, but have there been any segments you've done for the show where you're like, nah, I'd actually be terrible at this. Like, this is really hard because <laughs> some of it seems really challenging. Oh yeah. I mean, there's certain things where I go, even the pop diva challenge, I go, no, I can't. I mean, <laughs> I can't do, like Neil Young. You do that. <laughs> I can do Neil Young impressions. I can do, you know, Mick Jagger. I don't know if I can do Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> we can you don't see that see- though. You don't want to see that. No, no, no. <laughs> certain um, things you can't tell it for them and um, makes them uh, shine. And, uh, you know, is there a game that we haven't seen yet? Because I know that you know, a lot of these we've seen before on The Tonight Show, but some of them are new. Is there one you, we haven't seen yet that you're like especially excited for people to see? There's some new ones out there that you'll, you'll see. We have a great band, <clears throat> you know, that aren't The Roots. The Roots are the greatest, but this is like... Uh, this is like the baby roots uh, and they are so talented. And uh, yeah, you'll be seeing some singing games that uh, you'd be like, Oh yeah, I can do that. It's like mixing genres, but you, you it's, it's a little different take on that that you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's really, really fun. Um, yeah. Uh, there's like, there's four or five surprises coming down the pike that you're like, Oh, that's a good take. And um, I think you'll dig it. Awesome. Do you have any dream guests that you want to get on the show? I know you've, you've done 10 episodes so far, but are you kind of eyeing all of your tonight show guests now as possible? That's my jam contestants. I mean, we had Miley on recently and I love Miley. So I think she would be great at the show. Pete Davis would be great. Um, uh, Timberlake, obviously oh, yeah. the, 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 the calls out to him. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you, whoever has any remote, dream of maybe singing something Ken Jong could probably crush. Um, <clears throat> just come on and play with us. You know, we, we, we don't take it that serious and, uh, it, really it's silly. It's really just goofy and you have a good time and, um, and, and you look good at the end. So it's fun. I'd, I'd like a doll. I'd like the pop diva with a doll and I don't know who, but I well, like could be great too. I've done bits with her and she's really funny too. Yeah. She has a good sense of humor. Yeah. I, I would, yeah, I could see her doing it as well. So we talked about mass Christmas, but speaking of Christmas music, if you haven't already seen billboard actually just put out our list of the 100 best Christmas songs of all time. And coming in at number 34 is I wish it was Christmas today from SNL. So congrats, <laughs> your top 40 wow. of us. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, that has to have been like, you know, that was back in 2000. It felt such like a silly, fun, like thing among friends back then. But now it's like on a greatest of all time list. Like, you know, what does what does that mean to you? You know, 21 years later, you know, I, I got uh, a backpacker guitar as a gift. Is it a backpacker is like a tiny, tiny, tiny guitar. And I guess you would take it on hikes. I'm assuming that's what it was for. Uh, I'm not much of a hiker guy <laughs> in New York city, but, uh, if, if there's a good hike in New York city, please let me know. And, uh, so I just kind of had in the office, we we're kind of laughing at it. And, uh, Horatio is my office mate and he just started goofing off and playing with it. And he was like, just playing some solo on it. And I had a keyboard with me as I always, I always have a, a keyboard in my, in my office. <laughs> At any given moment. <laughs> yeah. You never know. I, you know, I want to be prepared. You know? yes, yes. I, was, I wasn't even a boy scout, but I'm always prepared. <laughs> uh, and so I had this keyboard and I had pre-recorded like, like a pre-recorded beat to it. 
And I thought that was just kind of funny and had like a beat, like a fake drums and fake keyboard beat to it. And then I go like, what can you do with this? And then he was trying to play these guitar solos with this tiny guitar, like almost like a ukulele. I go, we're laughing. And then it was probably two in the morning, three in the morning. And I go, all right, I'm going to go home. I didn't write anything. I can't think of anything funny tonight. Good night. See you tomorrow. And I go home. He stayed. And the next day I came and he goes, hey, I wrote a song based on that uh, thing. And I go, you did? And he wrote, uh, Horatio wrote, uh, I wish it were Christmas today. And we did it once, super low budget, just a same exact keyboard that I had, a Casio keyboard. I had my office in this backpacker guitar and made it just super low budget and do it. And we probably ended up doing it 10 times. <laughs> and uh, I think the Strokes did a version of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, it was in a commercial at one point and I'm looking at the commercial. I go, Oh my gosh. Uh, wondering who gets paid for that. Um, <laughs> wasn't us. I mean, hopefully it's Tracy because of his dance moves that he should get paid for it for sure. Tracy, Tracy <laughs> doesn't even sing on that song. <laughs> That's but honestly watching it back. I mean, it's just, it, it's just such a moment. It's so perfect. Everything about you need the visual of Tracy Chris, Chris and Chris Ken holding, doesn't sing. he holding just holds the keyboard. The keyboard. <laughs> It's basically just me and Horatio doing it, yeah. But it was that that was so fun. It was uh, honestly, you know, to be to be young and in New York City, you know. Yep. Think of those ideas and those bits. It's kind of it's kind of awesome. It's a great memory. I love it. I'd, I'd hang with them uh, any, any if, uh, reunion any any chance I get. I'd yes, get. we need we might need a new performance of it actually. Um, you know, this is our last episode before we're off for the holidays. Actually, so just on the Christmas note, do you have a personal favorite Christmas song yourself? I love um, I love Do They Know It's Christmas, even oh, though yeah. the lyrics are terrible. But uh, <laughs> the more you listen to the lyrics, you go, oh, God, this is terrible lyrics. It's like, a vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's like, thank God it's them instead of you. It's like, I guess that's nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a mean thing to say. Uh, but whatever. Uh, you know, I, I, I love the idea of it. And I love at the time, I love all those stars. And I did impressions. So any of those things, we are the world or, you know, um, I, I would be into those things. So I love that. I bought the 45 when it first came out. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, I love that song. I love every year I pick one, a new curveball one where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get into that one. So this one I'm into <laughs> this year, I'm into Christmas waltz. Oh. I like the Frosted window yes. and then uh, it puts you in a good mood. Uh, there's a Carpenter's version. That's great. Oh yeah, I like Karen I like Carpenter. the she and the she and him version is also quite good. That's a great oh, one. Zoe, yeah, yes. that's. I love that. I I, I have a playlist of probably three thousand Christmas songs that I listen to, and I know people debate: Do you listen to it before Thanksgiving? After, look, if it's a good song, play it. Once you have kids, you listen whenever they start wanting to listen. That's how what do you want, we baby do it. Sharks? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Christmas that? music. If, if it's a good song, play it. That's yeah, what yeah. I say. So I love Christmas music and I will listen to it year round. Um, and, and always looking for some new one, some different one. I always love it from uh, Partridge Family uh, to uh, Temptations. Uh, do some great versions of like even Rudolph. It's like, oh, haven't we heard every Rudolph? You haven't no <laughs> listened to it. So many versions, but I love it. I think it's great and makes everyone happy. And uh, yeah, so I, I was so psyched about our song because I was like, let's just put it out and see what happens. And then 
Yeah. The president's the president is tweeting about it. You go, <laughs> the president is tweeting about our song, guys. Oh my goodness. It's a what Christmas, is going on, a man? It's awesome. <laughs> You can't make that up. It's just great. I'm just so happy. I I can't even tell you. Ecstatic. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Have a safe one. And uh, um, congratulations. It's the last one for a little bit. Yeah, this last one till the new year. So yeah, you're our final guest of 2021. So thank you you so much. You earned it. You earned it. Loved it. Thank God for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. Uh, for being Same brave enough to take the time and doing this stuff. We need this. Yes, we need, we need content. Fun. We, need, we need something fun to talk about and talk to. So thank you. You're saving us all. You really are. Thank you. I appreciate it. Be well. I don't care what the calendar say. I wish it was Christmas today. I wish it was Christmas today. Thank you so much to Jimmy. Uh, that was such a fun interview. Friend of the I, podcast, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, he's been, as I said in my questions, I, um, you know, Keith informed him that he went top 40 with ooh. Uh, back in 2014 and I got to inform him he was top 40 on our Christmas greatest of all times list so um, yeah he always comes on for big announcements clearly <laughs> but it was super fun I I love um, I loved Jimmy Fallon on SNL so it was like a total dream to get to ask him about like 2000 era SNL um, just super fun to, to chat with him so thank you and check out That's My Jam on NBC when it premieres on, on January 3rd all right, well, now it's time for the chart stat of the week and the final chart stat of 2021, unless we come back for a special live episode on New Year's Eve night. We're not we're not coming back. <laughs> unless we come back for a special live episode. Keith will have a different uh, co-host if we come back. <laughs> you know, we have done a live episode of The Pop Shop before. I know. You and Jason, did. we didn't do it. Jason and you did it, right, after Billboard Music Awards? You, um... No, Grammys? Grammys? it was after the Grammy Awards. It was like, Grammys. We, I think we um stre- we streamed it live somehow on Billboard.com. Anyway, so <laughs> it's another quiz, Katie. OK, we got to end the year with a quiz, Katie. We've we've been on a streak. I, I love these. They're fun. Um, <laughs> and you already know you, you already have part of the answer here. So I'm giving you I'm giving you a gimme. Okay. Um, in light of former Saturday Night Live cast member Jimmy Fallon being a guest on the show this week. This time, we've got an SNL-themed quiz, Katie. So, Katie, which of these SNL cast members has not had a hit on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart? Your choices are in alphabetical order. Billy Crystal, Jimmy Fallon, Eddie Murphy, or Maya Rudolph? Which of those four has not had a hit single on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart credited to their name? I want to point that out. Mm. Well, so we know to scratch out Jimmy Fallon with Ew. Yeah. Featuring Will I Am. Yeah. I know to scratch out Eddie Murphy because his girl wants to party all the time. And that was a very big hit. So I think was it might it? have even been like. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it like number? It might have been like number two. Wasn't it something crazy? I don't know. Yeah, I could. You could be. Full it of was. It. So okay. now we're back to uh, Billy Crystal and Maya Rudolph. Now we all know Maya Rudolph is musically talented. Her mom is Minnie Ripperton. 
Like, she was incredible, uh, you know, pretending to be Beyonce on the show. She has a Prince cover band called Princess. Mm -hmm. But I am struggling to think of her name being attached to any song that has been on the Hot 100, which is why she is going to be my answer, and I'm going to assume there is some magical Billy Crystal Hot 100 hit out there that I don't know about. Why would you assume that Maya hasn't? Can you think of anything that Billy Crystal could have done? No, but I'm assuming Maya hasn't just because that's my time. Like, I feel like I would have heard about the Maya one, whereas Mm. the Billy one could have passed me by. Well... Am I wrong again? (laughs) I will tell you... You are correct. Maya Rudolph <laughs> is the one of the four that has not had a hit on the yes. Hot 100 chart. But she was a good red herring with her musical abilities. I I, I tried. So yeah. uh, let's recap. Uh, Billy Crystal hit number 58 in 1985 with You Look Marvelous. Ah, that's incredible. <laughs> which came directly from an SNL skit. Amazing. Uh, of course, Jimmy's Uh Featuring Will I Am hit number 26 in 2014. And I was the one who broke the news to him. Uh, on the podcast, which, uh, by the way, was guest hosted by Darren Chris. That episode, it was that literal episode. So now back to back weeks, it's actually really bizarre. Don't we have that, start- that happened? It's it's a full circle moment. Yes. Um, and then Eddie's party all the time hit number two. In 1985, just as Katie suspected. I even suspected. knew that it was number two, co-written by Rick James. Is that right? I think it was like, yeah, written and produced by Rick James, I believe. Okay. Um, and But Eddie actually had a second hit on the Hot 100, which I, I, most people probably don't remember. It was called Put Your Mouth on Me. <laughs> and it hit number 27. That's not real, Keith. 1989. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real, it's the name of a real song. I mean... I, I don't know. That's 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 all I got. And um, Maya hasn't hit the Hot 100 yet. We'll say that. Yet. 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 You look marvelous. Absolutely marvelous. You know, my dear, my father used to say to me, Nando. Okay, so I have uh, one last thing, and we can uh, chop this out, or we can leave it in, depending on how it goes. I got something in the mail today. Oh, it is another unboxing that will be oh, terrible man. for audio. Okay. But it is a box from 13 Management in Tennessee. More Taylor Swift? Apparently what? something from Taylor Swift arrived. I got to get on this mailing list, you guys. Yeah. Again, <laughs> once again, I'm just pointing out that I I don't know why I got this. This just shows up in the mail. Um, but it says fragile on it. I have oh, opened man. up the top, but I, I have no idea. I literally don't know what's inside. I just well, only I only did this. I only opened up the cardboard box on the outside just for ease of unboxing. I haven't seen uh, Tiffany Taylor posting anything about any fragile Taylor gifts yet. Oh, it is a red card. There's a red card um, from 13 Management, which is Taylor's uh, management company. And uh, I'll open up this. I'm assuming it's a holiday card. This makes for great ASMR. <laughs> um, oh, red. This holiday season, says the card, paint the town red, Taylor's version. Love it. Uh, Opening up the card, and it says, um, it's not hand-signed or anything, but it says, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling parenthetical 20, in parenthetical 22, exclamation point, wishing you happy holidays and a wonderful new year ahead. Love, Taylor. She turned 32 uh, on December 13th, by the way. Um, okay, so inside this Ooh. box, it's kind of a tall box. It's sort of like, like a this psychedelic box, like marbled. 
Yeah, marbled paisley psychedelic green and white swirly box. Mm. Um, on the top, it says Taylor Swift and sort of like a sort of a forest fur green, very sort of on brand to the sort fur of fur f i r. Yes. <laughs> what what fur f u r is green? Um, oh. Open it up, and there's uh, some styrofoam inside that's keeping something probably very delicate and precious. Is it a snow globe? <laughs> Funny, I got a snow globe last year from I Taylor. I remember that. Um, so maybe it's another snow globe? Is there like a continuing snow globe collection? You had the Christmas tree farm snow globe last year. I remember that. Oh my god, it's another snow globe. Is it really? It is. I didn't even mean to guess that. I was just, I had pistol Annie's on the brain. Jeez oh, Louise. Um, okay, hold on. It's. Uh, it has a little plastic bag around it. Oh, this is. Oh, it's so pretty. It is. It's like a it it tr it's like a big tree with glitter around it. Yeah, that's um, cool. Does it say anything? Um, no. <laughs> I'm I'm holding it up to like the camera. I don't know. No, if Katie... I just see it. It's like a massive tree. Yeah. Oh, let me turn it on. Let's see what happens. If I okay, wait. Hold Does on. it play the new ABBA song? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm actually really curious about what it's going to play. Oh, God, it's got to put... be a red song. It needs batteries. Oh, batteries. Unboxing Taylor. fail, Keith. <laughs> Taylor. All right, let me put in batteries. Let's see what oh happens. I hope these batteries are still alive. Okay, oh. got it. Oh, it's, um... It's not red, shockingly, with all that... Uh, it's um, Willow. Oh, from Evermore, which She's is underneath a willow, the willow tree. tree. Ah. That's what kind of tree it is, guys. It's a willow tree. Well, that's yes. cool. It's actually that's wild. I kind of expected it to be like not a vocal version of a song, just like the, you know, the audio, the tune. Oh, had 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 I been recording this, um, <laughs> under correct lighting. I could have read the side of the oh. snow globe. Are it you still says, there? Yeah. It says, life was a willow and mm. it bent right to your wind. There it is. Well, thank you, Taylor. Thanks, Taylor's management. I know Taylor doesn't have the foggiest idea who I am, but um, that was kind of them to send this over. That's awesome. Uh, once I love all the Taylor goodies. Once again, I want to remind everyone that uh, we occasionally get stuff in the mail this from people. This is unsolicited. <laughs> completely unsolicited. This uh, has no bearing on any of the things that I write about Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Okay, Katie. Um, we have reached the end of our big uh, final show, possibly, mm -hmm. possibly, mm -hmm. of 2021. It 100% is our final show. I told Jimmy Fallon it was our final show, so that's that's locked in. Oh, I mean, come on, Jimmy. He he has to roll with the live punches. He doesn't know. I mean, he, there's who knows what could happen. You heard this already, but Jimmy was very like appreciative of of us making this podcast. He was like, "You're doing, keep doing what you're doing. You're so brave to like make this podcast." Why are we brave, Jimmy? I was like, thank you for like making people laugh. He said, he <laughs> it said was we're, the whole thing. We're brave. I mean, I <laughs> I think he was just trying to say that like we need fun diversions in our life, and we're providing one of those. So, oh, um, I mean, it was very nice. It was over the top nice. Yes. Well, he seems like a nice fellow. 
Yes. And uh, we were happy. We're happy to have him close out 2021, possibly. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Well, now that we've learned so much in this show about sexy gingerbread Ed. <laughs> um, it's just so, so wrong, but so, so right. <laughs> uh, what song should we go out on? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, too many options. Should it be? Should it be a Christmas song? Sure. And, you know, I don't think I've done this in a previous year, but stop me if I have, Keith. But I, I feel like I need to represent for my fave Harry Connick Jr., who has one of my favorite Christmas albums. Oh, you probably time. have. But I mean, I'm not going to stop I don't think you. I have. But my favorite arrangement of his is for Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. It is the jazziest, most New Orleans horn backed arrangement. What album and, is this from? Um, his first Christmas album, which was When Christmas Finds You? No. It's called When My Heart Finds Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And and there's a song, an original song with that same title on the on the album. But we're gonna but, go out with Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Yes, yes, I love this one, you guys. Just listen for the trumpets, man. The trumpets are so good. The trumpets, people. I don't want this to end, Katie, because it's going to mean it's going to be that long before I get to talk to you again. It means Happy New Year and see you next year is what it means. I feel like Katie's trying to make this thing end. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. All right. Christmas break. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you next year or maybe we'll see you sooner. <laughs> Bye. See you in 2022, <laughs> listeners. Bye. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping And I brought some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.